First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell, with Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. I adjust my headphones. I apologize for that. I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. This is episode 19 of the podcast. And this episode, we are recapping the Baltimore Ravens versus those New York Jets. But before we get into that, there's a few things I need to say up front. Um, you should have seen the recap of the WNBA Finals Game 1. That should be up. Um, after this video is completed, um, you should see the Washington Commanders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars up um, as well once this video is finished. Um, and then um, to the Denver Broncos, Monday Night Football recap. Uh, Tuesday, uh, you'll see the Washington Mystics. And I got a couple other videos. I got another video. Um, can't think of the top of my head right now. That's going to be out as well. So be tuned in for that. So let's get into it. Week one of the seasons here. Um, let me just get. Let me just go ahead and get out the way. I know I'm going to get a comment or a question. Um, what is your take on Lamar Jackson and the contract situation? Um, I'm, I'm confident that the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson will come to an agreement. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have seen this with every other athlete that doesn't. It's not football. He's taking. A, he's taking. A, he's taking a chance on himself. And I applaud that. Um, you want to get as much value as a player as you can, particularly in this in this football league. Um, I I don't like the fact that the Raven that, that this narrative that's been going around saying that the narrative the Ravens have lowballed him, when in reality we don't know how much the Ravens offered him. Number one, um, I'm of the mindset of Ed, of Ed Reed. I'm not going to talk about another, man, another man's pockets. Um, I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, I trust that Eric DaCosta, Lamar Jackson, Steve Rashadi, uh, they will all come to an agreement. 
Um, I don't know where this he declined $250 million contract. I don't know where that came from. That was completely false because, again, we don't know what they offered and we don't know what he wanted. Um, so I, I am just getting it out of the way because I know when someone's going to some are going to ask me, well, what's your take on the whole Lamar thing? And I'm not phased by it. I'm not going to talk about another. I am not going to talk about another man's pockets. I believe that there will be a deal done and I am leaving it at that. Um, as I transition into that, um, yes, he had until week one. They had before week one to come to an agreement, but um, Lamar looked locked in. Um, there's a couple things I did not like about the offense. It was very, very slow. Um, in my eyes, I, I thought particularly in the first quarter, um, you, we can blame the weather all we want to. But at the end of the day, uh, the play calling was was just bad for Baltimore in the first quarter. I, particularly, uh, there's this lack of urgency. Um, it would be wise to not look at a deficiency in offense execution. And honestly, when you look at it, their approach. Um, like, my issue with the Baltimore Ravens, and again <laughs> – we 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 keep we can keep saying this, you know. We 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 can point point this out, but it's going to come down to whether John Harbaugh sees it or Greg Roman sees it. Um, and this last couple years, they have this tendency. Baltimore has this tendency, and I don't know what it is, where they just chew up the play clock by making these random substitutions and then uh, like cut, like sitting in the huddle coming up with a play and then when they get to the line it's like five six seconds left that has been re that has just been mind-boggling to me like this has been an issue since 2020 and yes it's shown it can be effective at times it, it really hurts us when especially it's it hurts us quite often and again particularly in in this in this modern day football because i think really the issue people don't want to really say it is is that this the days of power run football cease to exist you know everyone's expecting the bottom rings to be uh, the buffalo bills offense or kansas city i i think that in today's offense, I think you can mix it up. And I think that, you know, it, you have to read a defense and make checks take advantage of, of, of what you see as a quarter as a quarterback. But more importantly, as an offense, as a coach, you know, giving yourself just a few seconds to just say to just execute a play. That's not going to get it done. And uh, to start the game, that was that 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 clearly. Clearly showed, I mean, the fact that you just had three po three points in the first quarter. Uh, that was an issue to me. Um, I feel like that will get better, um, and I'm concerned. I, that, that's a concern I see going in, into Miami. Um, Lamar looked locked in, uh, regardless of the contract issue. Uh, there were a few drives that did stall. Um, you know, I, again, the media is, is, is so funny. You know, Friday, Friday, like, oh, he didn't get a contract extension. Is that going to play a factor into the game? You know, what's his mental going to be like? Um, but he settled down, uh, particularly in the second half. I thought it was key. Um, 
you know, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, uh, I, I still don't really, really feel, I'm still not really understanding the move. I mean, he had 31 yards on the ground rushing. Um, most of that was in the second half, because again, you had to beat New York secondary by throwing the ball. If you paid attention, New York stacked, the Jets stacked the line and, uh, just had to beat them just throwing the ball. And Lamar actually did that. Um, I feel like the wide receivers, everybody has been on me, you know, has asked me, how confident are you with their receivers? And I said that they'll be fine. Um, you know, when you look at the offense, you know, Mark Andrews, who only had five catches, 52 yards, not deep, it's not bad. Uh, Devin DuVernay had a touchdown. Uh, Rashard Bateman had a touchdown. Um Isaiah Lightley and Demarcus Robinson did not get as many touches as I thought they would, um, but I I think everything will be, will get better come week two. Uh, but for the most part, the offense did okay. I give the offense honestly a B minus. Um, there were some things that I'd like to see cleaned up. The play calling needs to be better, um, and also too this you need to be more urgent. Get into the line, you know this. It shouldn't take you the whole the whole shot the whole um, game clock to figure out a play and then you got five, six, like five, six, three to four seconds late on the clock on the Mars snap the ball. Like that, that, that can't happen. Um, on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, wait, before I forget, um, couple things, uh, Jawan James and Kyle Fuller are out for the season. With oh my God. Somebody who worked his ass off to get back from an Achilles injury, Jawan James tore his Achilles for the second time. Um, and Kyle Fuller uh, painfully is believing he's going to go on the MRI, but it's like he'll be out for the season as well. Um, I mean, it sucks. Uh, Jawan James, you know, who hadn't played since 2019, he looked really good in the preseason. Uh, he was just a placeholder until Ronnie Stanley came, come back, came back. Um, I mean, to really see that happen again for him, I just just thoughts and prayers to Jawan James, uh, Kyle Fuller. Um, that, from what I've heard, I mean, it's it looks like he will miss the season because what it looked like to me. It looked like it looked like a knee. It looked like a, a torn ACL, and um, I know they said they were going to get an MRI on it, but I, I feel like it's it's to the point where he's out for the season. Um, so thoughts and prayers to both of them. Uh, I think for now, if you are uh, Baltimore, you're looking at uh, Jalen Armour Davis and uh, Darius Washington to take those places. I'd even I would even be interested to see if they if they call it Jimmy Smith. I know Jimmy Smith's like 33, 34 years old, but um he said he only played for one team, and that's Baltimore. So I would really like to see if they're gonna sign him um, to the practice squad, see at least. Um I mean, I look at it, Darius Washington. I mean, he can he's an all def, all purpose defensive back. He can play safety, corner, nickel. Um, because Marcus Peters probably won't be back until week four, maybe week five-ish. Um, 
So you, you got two rookies that could definitely step up. But I'm very concerned that we're not even week one. And that's not just with Baltimore. That's just through with the entire league. I mean, you saw we're not even week one and we had injuries. Um, that, that, that was really a glaring issue uh, that I'm concerned about going forward for all 32 teams as the season progresses. Defensively for Baltimore, um, I think they did a pretty good job. Patrick Queen, I think, starting with him, uh, that whole front seven, all they were all a lot. There were a lot of questions, um, what they would look like, and um, for the most part, I think they did okay. Uh, there was a couple times where they could have been more aggressive. Getting to getting the flag over, which they did. Um, I mean, Mike McDonald, I think his, you know, he, I, I see this defense being better than what it was last year. Um, we look at last year, you know, um, the identity defensively, and, the, and again, I understand there were injuries, but uh, when you look at it, they racked up three sacks and 11 quarterback hits on Flacco. Um, a lot of the guys on the defensive side have just talked about how Mike, Mike McDonald, he just simplifies things on, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, for the most part, we were in sync. And I, I, I think there'll be a top, I think there'll be a top 10 defense before the season, when, when the season's over. Um, you know, they really did pretty much everything. Um, towards New York and then yeah, give them credit. Uh, there was a couple possessions where, you know, you see Elijah Moore, uh, Garrett Wilson, Michael Carter um, make some plays, but uh, Baltimore defensively, they stayed calm, cool, and collective and did the things they needed to do. Now let's, let's painfully, let's talk about the Jets really quick. When you look at the Jets, um, it's going to be an interesting, interesting Team, I, I I think the Jets will win seven, eight, seven games. Um, the the offense was um, was interesting for the Jets uh, when you looked at the fact um, only twenty one yards, nine plays on the first two drives, um, and then on that. That, that third drive where, where Flacco had tried to throw it to, I think it was Cager. And uh, there was obviously you could tell there was a miscommunication and Marcus Williams threw over the pick. Um, I think the really only time they got across midfield was when Greg Zerline hit that 45-yard field goal the first time. Then uh, he made it the second time. Uh, I mean, it, the offense for New York just did not really look that spectacular. I mean, the first 10 drives from New York, they, they had six punts. There was an interception, the interception, fumble, missed field goal, and the mid field goal. That's not an effective offense. Um, Flacco threw the ball 59 times, threw for 307 yards, one touchdown to pick. Um, the offensive line, I did not think did a great job uh, for New York. Um, you know, you lost uh, Malachi ben- Becton and Dwayne Brown, which – Painfully, uh, you know, I hope that they are, are, are thoughts and prayers. They, they get well soon and back on the field. But that means now you had to put in your rookies, uh, particularly Max Mitchell, who is at right tackle. He's a fourth-round pick. Uh, 
this past year. He started this past draft and he started. Um, and this, you could tell, he, I mean, Flacco was just under duress the whole game. I mean, every time he dropped back to pass, um, like he just <laughs> had no no breathing room. And there at one point, New York just abandoned the run game. And Baltimore just literally was going at New York with the, with this blitzes. Um, I, I thought that they could have made a, a comeback. Uh, they stayed in the game. I thought they could have really made something going on the third quarter because um, they kept Lamar. They kept the Ravens, honestly, um, in that third quarter for three points. Um, and then they allowed uh, the the 62-yard touchdown drive, 10 nothing, And then – on that particular drive, it was the 32-yard pass interference that gave the Devin Renee the touchdown. Um, I mean, they allowed three touchdowns, 21 answer points, three straight drives, and the game was over. Um, but also, too, I look at uh, Michael Carter, who I will not be dropping. Uh, he will be on my fantasy team. Um, be look, be on the lookout for Michael Carter to have a big year. Um because he, he when it mattered, he definitely, definitely, he came out to play. Um, when you look at it, he totaled over 100 yards, seven passes caught. Uh, the first run that played again for them was a 20-yarder. Uh, Brees Hall, their rookie, you know, he had a good run, but you know, he fumbled the ball. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't see – I see the Jets utilizing Michael Carter some more. But, I, like, I'm, I'm going to give the offense a little bit more grace uh, because, you know <laughs> – Zach Wilson's not there because of a torrent because you know, thank God he did not tear his ACL. So I, I just think they need more of they need they need a spark. I don't I don't know can't I don't know if it was chemistry. I can't I don't want to keep saying well the weather was a factor. Can't keep using that, you know, weather is weather. That shouldn't stop you from playing the game of football. Um, you know, I I just think that just offensively, New York didn't have a great game. Like your your number one wide receiver was is Corey Davis. I mean, he did lead them in receiving, but there was I was looking for him when I needed him the most. I couldn't run him because he definitely had issues with dropping the ball. Michael Carter, another example. He dropped the touchdown in the fourth quarter. I mean, I don't think switching quarterbacks is going to fix this. I think it's just getting back in the film room and just and just building that rapport. Joe has just built a rapport with his receivers. That's it. Um the defense for New York, um, like, they looked great. Um, they stay competitive. They came to play. They've got all the they, – they got some they got some, they got got some some dogs on that team. Kwan Alexander, you know, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, uh, Jordan Whitehead, uh, hell, CJ Mosley <laughs> had 11 tackles. You know, 11 tackles. Um, like, Jermaine Johnson, another example, like, They've got a defense. This this the Jets defense has this is a group of, of guys that has a chance to grow and get better and give New York chances to win the game. Um if the offense as well wakes up and smells the coffee. So I mean, other than that, it was it was it it's week one um for both teams, and there's some things I like to see from Baltimore a little bit better, like I said lack be more urgency more, more urgency getting to align and what the play call needs to be better um knowing your knowing that knowing the the game clock being aware of those things um you know 
the, the the play calling has to like if 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 you stack if if you see the the the, line, the, the box stacked and you run the same thing as a coach and, but I've seen this but I, all the quarterbacks that Baltimore's had over the years I've never seen any quarterback that's been under center in a Raven uniform ever change the line, play at the line I've never seen that it, there's just got to be st- I'm 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 just going to go ahead and say Greg Roman has this year to really fix it. If it's not fixed, it's a wrap. Guaranteed. But I I can say the same thing about Greg. I said it last year, and that an apologist. But we'll see. It's it's just it's week one. We'll see what happens against Miami. Um, but. Uh, there's just some things that clean up. I think it was overall a great win for the Ravens. Um, that one was for Jalen Ferguson. Rest in peace, buddy. Um, number 45. And that one was for Sarah Goosa, the goose. That was for them. Um, but shout out, I mean, I mean, it was a good game, though. I mean, the Jets, they've really, I, I mean, I'm not, and I'm being serious when I say this, they got a good little squad. You know, once they just, you know, pick the piece, you know, once they, you know, get things, situated the Jets would be okay um I mean I think that this is the year they're gonna take a step forward I mean yeah I think all the talents coming together I think it's just that I mean there's just it's just there's some things that clean up the Jets will be fine but uh ladies and gentlemen that is going to conclude the episode be tuned in for the future episodes as I stated in the introduction um let me know how your team did week one. Um, this video will be up soon. Be tuned in for the Washington Commanders versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, closing message. Um, I really would just like to just take this opportunity to just thank, just thank those that have given me uh, the confidence in this and the support. Of of making something of of making this almost a reality, you know, it was almost like what about two years ago? I don't know where this YouTube channel would, would be without some people, and uh, I really thank those those guys for giving me the the confidence to really start this YouTube channel. My my point is is that um, do what makes you happy, and stick to it, and don't let anyone take your dream away from me. My closing message. Uh, but until then, uh, please like, comment, subscribe. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good night. Peace. Stay up. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. Sports Talk.